welcome back to the We Shall Not Sleep podcast. Thank you so much for joining us this week as we are now into February. For many of us here in the United States, particularly in the Midwest, February is kind of like that last month of darkness that we all have to basically trudge through before we can see the light at the end of the tunnel, which is spring. But we very well know, especially here in Michigan, that February and March can certainly leave us with more snow than what came in December and January. But either way, it's another month down as we head towards the springtime. So as we've been riding through this winter, I really appreciate you and your support and listenership for this podcast. It's still a privilege to to serve and, and be with you all each and every week and to have extraordinary guests and wonderful topics to discuss. I really appreciate that. Shout out to SoundCloud, our hosting site. Appreciate them and their support. Our YouTube channel, anywhere you get your podcasts, we're found Spotify, Google, Apple, podcasts to name just a few. Also, our Facebook page is where you should go to look for any of our updates, including our weekly release schedule on Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time, as well as any future updates and changes in content or special announcements. Will be posted there. Feel free to email the show at wsnspodcast at gmail.com if you have a question for the show or if you have uh, certain suggestions, topics, or guests. Hope 2022 is a year where we can continue the same content and go into new areas in 2022 than in prior years. But that's not possible without you. So from the bottom of my heart, I just want to say how grateful I am. Okay, so if you have your Bibles, I want to turn with you. Now, I'll be reading from the NASB uh, translation here. Proverbs chapter 1 is such an elusive, elusive uh, biblical, I don't know what I say, passage, but it, it's because all of Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, you know, is in Lamentations, you know, wisdom literature in the Bible. I would say elusive, but it's it's right there. It takes up three books of, of the 66 books. And yet, at the same time, and yet... It, it, I don't think it's preached from enough. And I just got to read the first seven verses of Proverbs chapter one. Let me begin. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to discern the sayings of understanding, to receive instruction in wise behavior, righteousness, justice, and equity, to give prudence to the naive, to the youth knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and increase in learning, and a man of understanding will acquire wise counsel to understand a proverb and a figure, the words of the wise and their riddles. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. This is good enough for like a commencement speech. For anyone out there looking for any sort of material to impart on the youth of today, uh, here you go. So we don't need to know who these are from. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. Now whether this was written specifically by him, or this was a collection of, of writings or sayings that someone notated and put down, this, this is what we have. To know wisdom and instruction, okay, good. To discern the sayings of understanding, okay, so um, we want to know wisdom, we need instruction. I think every leader you know, who is leading a business, they, they require this at some point. At some point, there's a difficult decision that has to be made, and it's for the betterment of the company. Now, some employees will take, uh, I would say, uh, take aim at the fact that certain people's motive isn't always pure. Now, that, that's a fair critique. 
But there will always come a time when in your life, whether it's personal or professional, where you have to make a very tough decision and you need wisdom. You either look to older people for advice because of the life experience or you look for uh, a trusted friend, a colleague, somebody that, that can empathize with you, knows what you're going through, but you look for shared experiences or people that have done it before who have that past experience to draw upon for wisdom. Well, here the Bible's giving us a divine hand here to know wisdom and instruction, to discern the sayings of understanding, to receive instruction in wise behavior, righteousness, justice, and equity. Now, those are a couple of terms, especially the latter two, justice and equity. Those are used a lot nowadays, aren't they? There are usually adjectives or enhancers to them that go before the words justice and equity which basically say I'm only interested in justice in this case, or I'm only interested in equity in this context, right? But this is talking about as a whole. So if you're somebody looking for wisdom and instruction, you're looking to how to understand the wise sayings that have come before to, to take heed of them, and you want to receive instruction in wise behavior, righteousness, justice, and equity, and then to give prudence or smart decision-making, if you will, to the naive, to those who are ignorant, to the youth, knowledge, and discretion. Now, that's something that's pretty good. We like to think for a lot of our youth, our children, our grandchildren, that they definitely need to say no to certain things and say yes to other things, right? You know, say no to drugs. Well, why do you want to say no to drugs? Well, that's, that's obvious, but that requires discretion because you can't always be like police their behavior every second of the day, right? So this is good to give prudence to the naive, to the youth, knowledge, and discretion. Number Verse five here says, a wise man will hear and increase in learning, and a man of understanding will acquire wise counsel. Now that's good. A lot of us do the second one there uh, in verse five, and a man of understanding will acquire, inquire, uh, and, or excuse me, acquire. You can inquire, but you will acquire wise counsel. So who are you surrounding yourself with? Are they fools? Are they people of wisdom? Are they yes men? Or are they people that are going to tell you what you want to hear? Now, the first half of verse 5 can be difficult, especially for somebody like myself whose default is to talk, not necessarily to listen, hence why I'm hosting a podcast. It says a wise man will hear and increase in learning. It doesn't say a man, uh, wise man will talk and increase in learning. It's hearing with not just your ear but your heart. You're seeking to understand you understand that you are not in a place of, of full understanding, so therefore you're going to glean, you're going to learn from somebody else. That's very important. Verse 6, to understand a proverb and to figure the words of the wise and their riddles, the mysteries of, of things gone before. Why did that person say that? Or why has this thing and this teaching been around for so long? What has like prevented it from dying? What has kept it around for so long? It has endured the test of time, if you will. Why? What's, what's the mystery behind that? Not something that's unknown, but that's peculiar. Like, hmm, it's like, that must be important if it's been around for so long, or it must speak some sort of universal truth, right? And then number seven, which is, at least in my scripture, like the, this, it's right before it begins the, or it, it, this is the beginning of Proverbs, but it ends this particular passage here. It says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despised wisdom and instruction the fear of the Lord, not the fearing that you should tremble, not the 365 commands of do not fear, 
but the fearing of the Lord, like respect or reverence, right? Which we've talked about before, but it, that's the beginning of knowledge. How do we actually get there? Well, it's starting to fear God. You know, the same supposed writer, you know, um, Solomon wrote Ecclesiastes, the book that talks about, you know, meaningless, meaningless, everything is meaningless. Well, at the end of that particular book, I love how there's so much said. And then at the end of the day, you, in the end of the passage, you could just see Solomon go, listen, <sighs> inserts a big sigh. He's like, listen, the, the meaning of it all is fear God, keep his commandments for death is the destiny of all. Like, just listen, guys, just, just fear God. Okay, just do what he says. Okay, that's just really the, the, the best thing I can do here. It's the be- that's the only thing I have to offer. Everything else is a meaningless pursuit of self-indulgence and stuff that will riddle away, right? Fear the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Right, right. Later on in this, in this particular uh, book, in, in Proverbs, uh, it talks about the fact that the people who refuse rebuke are just stupid. They just, like, people who don't want to be reproved for their behavior, they're just stupid. It flat out says stupid, foolish. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. They certainly do. They don't want to hear any of that good stuff. They don't want to be told what to do. Like a child throwing a temper tantrum who's not in the mood to listen or be disciplined. That's how they act later on in life. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. I wonder if... That was the bedrock of our entire faith. What our churches and what the world would look like more as if instead of fearing retribution or trolls on Twitter or maybe upsetting some people and people leaving the church, therefore less tithe money, maybe less salary, we decided to just tell the truth because I'm not accountable to you. I'm accountable to God. And I'm sorry, but I'm not going to be afraid of what transpires because I'm standing for him and fearing him instead of fearing what you are going to do to me, right? What can man do to me? Well, a lot. The answer is a lot from a realistic standpoint. But in the grand scale of time and what we're living for, not really, not much. It's a lot harder. Of course, I'm being more laissez-faire with this. Where's our confidence? Where's our courage? Do we fear who's going to destroy? Basically, as Jesus says, fear the one who has the power to destroy both body and spirit. I don't know. Sometimes I wonder if our priorities are just a little off. I don't know. Those are just some quick thoughts here on Wednesday, February 2nd. Thank you so much for joining us. May God bless you. May God keep you.